Hey everybody, RJ here. Before we get into this episode, I just wanted to apologize. Uh, this is the first interview I've ever done on the show or just in general for any media project. And I actually goofed up with the audio balancing while we were recording and didn't realize until after we were done with the interview. I accidentally had the volume setting for Ray and I's microphones and Daniel's microphone reversed. So it actually had the settings so that we were a little bit louder than him. Uh, that made it a little bit hard to hear, especially if we were talking over him. So I really, really apologize for that because uh, I know you guys are here to listen to him talk about his song and all that stuff and not necessarily us so much. So in the future, if we get any other interviews, I plan on getting that issue resolved so that the balance is much better. But again, I apologize. This is the first time we ever did anything like this. And it was just <laughs> a big, big, bad goof on my part. I did my best in post to get the balance to sound better uh, so you guys could hear Daniel better and we weren't quite so loud. So if there's any sort of issues with the audio balance in there, that's 100% on me. And I, again, apologize profusely. Uh, but anyways, you guys are here for the interview. So without any further ado, let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Cedar Country Podcast. I'm Ray. I am RJ. Thank you so much for joining us for this really exciting episode that we've got for you today. On today's episode, we are interviewing up-and-coming Norwegian-born country music artist Daniel Borge about his upcoming single, Time, which will be dropping this Friday, May 28th, 2021 on all platforms. If you want to pre-save the song on your favorite streaming service, there's going to be a link below in the episode description. And believe me, you're going to want to. It's definitely worth it. It is a very good song. We really love the song, like, a lot. Um, so, anyways, without further ado, this is our interview with Daniel. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Today we have a very, very special guest with us. Um, his name is Daniel uh, Borgate, right? Am I right with how this runs? Yeah, I got it. First try. I actually, I happened to, I found an interview that you did before and watched a little bit of it and got to where you said your name. I was like, aha, there it is. That's how you say it. <laughs> yeah. But um, we're, we're very excited to have you with us. Um, and we're, we're just, um, I'm, like, I'm super excited. Um, when Rachel got in touch with us with the song, I played it and I was like, this is, this is the one. This goes on, like, my playlist of my favorites. Yeah, it was... It's you're you're you have a very very good sound. It's yeah, it's it's really good. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's the world to hear from you guys. You know, I'm from Norway. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I actually. <laughs> yeah, I, the the weird thing was when I got the email, I actually, um, I didn't make that connection at first because I I saw that in the email, but. Yep. My mind got that mixed up a little bit with there's like a small town in Upper Canada called Nor Norland, and I had the two mixed up. So I was like, "Oh, Canadian country artists," and I listened, <laughs> and that was after listening to the song. And then I, then she was like, You're, "He's several hours ahead," and I was like, "Oh, Norway!" I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people just say, "No way." <laughs> <laughs> You're from Norway? No way. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's uh, I've been working a lot, you know, to try to uh, to sing in American because it's difficult because I, of course, I speak another language. Mm -hmm. And um, right now I I'm living in Norway, so uh, my language is uh, not as good as it should be because when I'm in Nashville and I talk to a lot of you guys and uh, interviews and everything, it's getting better. But then mm -hmm. I speak Norwegian a lot and the American goes bad. So. <laughs> struggling to find the words you know they, they are up here mm. somewhere but oh yeah yeah but um speaking of you said you've been uh over like in nashville and stuff i think or maybe well i i did a lot of research i'm <laughs> i wanted to be prepared so um do you want to tell us like about how you got your start in country music yes uh i always uh, been singing uh, i grew up in a church and uh i, I literally grew up in a church we actually lived in the church oh, <laughs> oh that's really that's really cool <laughs> yeah my father was a minister and so um, 
we was living we were living in this church mm. and uh, I was always singing and playing the guitar but I never done anything uh, uh, with the music because mm. uh, I guess I didn't have uh, I didn't believe in myself that I was good enough mm. I think that's why I, I so but anyways we uh, went on a vacation to Nashville because I love country music and uh, to make a long story short uh, I was in a bar we were supposed to go home uh, the plane cancelled so uh, we had a few hours uh, that we could spend uh, and uh, we went to the bar called Legends Corner down at uh, the Broadway mm-hmm. and uh, I know there were the the, uh, the girl singing there her name is Kinsey Rose she's from Nashville oh yeah um, okay she, she knew me from before and asked if I wanted to sing a song and I sang a song uh, and uh, the thing is that uh, in the audience there were or audience uh, in the bar <laughs> they were sitting there drinking and uh, that was a songwriter named Tony Olsen and uh, a producer named uh, Dave DeMay and uh, they were uh, looking for somebody to play their songs and Ooh. when they heard me they thought that I had a, a voice that uh, they haven't heard before that's what they say <laughs> yeah. so uh, and I know when I was finished singing everybody I got a standing ovation and um, I was blown away that somebody uh, thought that my music was okay because I'm from Norway and I was in Nashville. So, uh, and I'm blown away of how good everybody, uh, everybody's so talented, you know. In every bar you go into, it's like, they're crazy good. You can't understand why they're not in a big stage somewhere. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> so I was, uh, yeah, so I was really surprised when they liked what I did. Yeah. And uh, six months later, I was back in Nashville and recorded uh, the songs that this Tony Olsen had written. So. Nice. It's kind of like a movie. Yeah, this was like. <laughs> I, I just fast, so. Yeah, no, everything move like you said. Everything moves fast here, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, destiny is a funny thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I tried to keep up with you guys. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you're doing a good job. Like I literally heard. I'm gonna see if I can figure out how to like, uh, like, try and contact the radio stations around here, uh, and get your song like played on there because I I think it. It's a really good sound. It, it and I, I mean, I listened to your like Room Two Hundred Eight. Yeah, that one. Oh, that one I played. Uh, some of our other friends on our other podcasts uh, aren't really big fans of country music, but I was like, I think you guys will actually like this one, and played it for them, and they they seem to like it. So I think you're doing a good job. And yeah, like that, like southern rocky sort yeah. of feel. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that guitar lick at the end was so good. Mm. So that good. Guitar lick is crazy good. Yeah, it's the same guy that plays on the uh, Luke Combs. Uh, all the Luke Combs. What? Oh, nice. <laughs> it's crazy. And uh, you know, Brad Hill, my producer, he sent this lick to me when it was like uh, just recorded in the studio. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I played it about a thousand times. I love that guitar lick. It's so crazy <laughs> and it's so, it fits the song so good. Oh, yeah. I was singing, you know, when I was singing, it was without the guitar lick. Mm. So when the guitar lick came on afterwards, I got chills, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got chills listening to it. It, it was skin, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. Is this really me? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I listened to, I actually went through and pulled up your Spotify and listened to all the songs you had on there. Um, yeah. Just like to kind of see like the variety and the sound and thing it was really good i loved every single one of them um actually the the latest one that you have up there was like i saw the title i was like is this the one i think it was and it was the um the the christmas song labor of love which i had yeah i had heard that one on one of randy travis's cds and i really love that song Mm -hmm. yeah and i was like oh my gosh and you oh it was such a good version of it like so good (laughs) <laughs> Thank you so much. I wanted to write a not not write. I haven't written that one, but sing <laughs> or or do a, a different Christmas song mm-hmm. because it's like uh, the lyrics in that song is so strong. Yes, it's, they are. Yeah, it changes your perspective on the whole thing. So mm-hmm. it's uh, my wife and my my children. They love that song, so that's why I did it. Uh, it's, I, I heard the Isaacs sang, sang it on a, a concert. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, but we want, let's, we're here, I guess we're here to talk about your new upcoming song that's coming out this Friday as well. So I definitely want to talk about that before we forget yeah. to talk about it, but I don't think we can cause it's so good. Um, I have, I have some like notes here, um, that it was produced that Brad Hill, you mentioned Brad Hill. He produced this song, um, for, for the listeners, he's a Grammy award winning producer. He's, uh, done works with, I have here, it says Jamie Floyd, uh, Kai Zavala, 
Mama Deer, Annalise Summerick, Tyrone Wells, Huntingsons. I think I said that right. <laughs> Sammy Ariaga, Josh Grayson, the Swan Brothers, Brett Young, and then Lucy Silvis for album Letters to Ghosts. Brothers Osborne on their self-titled album and Pawn Shop, and Maren Morris for her album Hero and the song Dear Hate that she did with Vince Gill. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. It like, is a pretty stacked. That's uh, that's a pretty resume. stacked resume there for your producer. And I gotta say, this is gonna be another notch in his belt. I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hope so. And right now he's working with Cameron Molo. Have you heard about him? I, I a little bit. Yes, yeah. I try. I try and keep my ear to the ground but it's kind of hard living here in michigan and then just like trying to keep up what's going on like out in nashville and out in california and all that and up in like toronto and everything of course but uh, i i think like cameron marlo he's the next big thing he's uh, got this crazy vocal and i like good vocals and he also Mm. has great lyrics so you should check him out Mm. but uh as you say uh, brad hill he's uh, doing an amazing job and it's um Mm. The thing is, you know, uh, because of the pandemic and everything, I have to record everything. Uh, not everything, but the vocals I have to record at my own studio. My mm. home. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yes, because Brad Hill, he's making everything finished in Nashville. And then he sent me the track and I sing it uh, in here, mm-hmm. <laughs> where you are right now. And um, he uh, he mixes into the mix after. Well, it sounds really good. So I got to say, you've got a really good studio set up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun fact because the studio ain't that good I got a good microphone but the crazy thing is that the first song I did I bought this I don't know what it called you know uh, on the uh, when women dress out to go out to have this um, uh, under, not underwear but you know this uh, oh the corset not no not a corset on the legs you know this t- oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah the leggings yes did you, you use that for a pop filter, didn't you? Yes. I've done yeah. that before, too, when doing yeah. when doing a podcast recording. I had to do that one time. Yeah, yeah before we got these yeah. mics. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, after a while, I almost think I have to buy something. Mm-hmm. So I switched it to another one. But Brad Hill didn't know that. And he, uh, he sent me a message and said, can you switch back to the old pop filter? Because it sounds much more better. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it weird how that works? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so much better. So, I don't know it better. I mean, if it works, yeah, I know. Yeah, I it, know. it made a good. It makes it makes it sound great. I yeah. no complaints here. That's cool. So, uh, hopefully, one day uh, I can tell that to a big audience. Oh yeah, <laughs> like maybe maybe out on like the Opry stage or something. Oh, I wish. Yeah, oh, the op- I did. I did. Ah, uh, have you? Were you able to go inside the Opry when you were in Nashville? Yeah. Um, backstage, you know, they give me the tour. Oh, yeah, the backstage tour. Yeah, I've only... <laughs> I went on vacation down there a few years ago, um, but I didn't really have the time to go and do the tour, so I, I got to see the outside, which I have a picture of me in front of that, and I got to see the gift shop. <laughs> that was about it so far. That, that's good. But yeah. Also, you have the big guitar, right? Yes, the big guitar. That's Oh yes. Or something. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Next time you have to go to the backstage tour. I yes, I really want to do the backstage tour, and I also really want to see a show there. Like, yeah. that was, that that was that's that's like the dream right there. Yeah, maybe that's a country podcast trip. That's a yeah, that's a podcast trip. <laughs> Woo! We weren't able to, uh, like you said, we had, didn't have time to see the concert at night. Mm-hmm. But uh, the cool thing is, was uh, that the uh, Rascal Flats were supposed to Ooh. play. Oh. So they have all the gear, you know. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. They already had their roadies. Yeah. Yeah. He's so cool. Oh my god, he's stressful. That's like mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just like I touched the guitar. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but back to the song. Um, you co-wrote it with uh, Davis Branch, right? And then he's he's worked with uh, it says here Jesse G, Ty March, Sleep Sleep Repeat, Nikita Skogan. Uh, sorry if I'm mispronouncing any of these names wrong, everybody. Uh, Elena Jane, Stephanie Owens, Levi we- Weaver, Weatherby, Sean Stemmely, Jordan Rao, and Ryan Robinette. So, yeah. like, how did how did that go about with you with this song, uh, co-writing that with him? I have written a lot of songs with David Branch, actually. I'm so lucky that I got to know him. I, I got a good friend of mine. She, uh, her name is Linda. Mm-hmm. She lives in Norway, but she's working with uh, promoting country music artists. Mm-hmm. And she knows a lot of people in Nashville. 
So that's oh. how I get to know him through her, because she's my a very good friend of mine. And uh, Davis Branch also have written, I think it's two or three songs with Luke Holmes. Mm-hmm. Oh. That is on his SoundCloud. Yeah, so he's a very good writer. But the thing is, I've been writing a lot of songs with him, but I actually uh, I also use him as uh, 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 he looking at my songs and correct them so it's proper American. You know, because I'm. Uh, it's hard for me to do correct grammar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he also always looking at my songs and he, and he add a few things that he things should be there. Mm-hmm. And that's what was uh, the thing with this song. I, I wrote the whole song and then I sent it to him and he added a few things that was cool and uh, fixed the grammar on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that's a really cool idea. I have in the past done a little bit of songwriting. Nothing nothing ever came of anything because that's like back in high school or whatever uh, yeah. but i totally get the it's a, it's really cool having somebody to bounce stuff off of and collaborate with with writing because it just i i think more often than not it, it helps enhance a song to like its full potential yes a, a yeah. lot of the times yeah and I, I had to i had to learn how to write with other people because i'm used to sitting alone mm-hmm. so i had to learn to like uh, co-write because it's Difficult, but um, uh, now I I learned that I can write a write down an idea, you know, maybe one word mm-hmm. or something, and then take it to another one, and you can add things that you never thought of. Yeah, better. But um, about about like the song itself, like what what inspired you to write this song? Like what what is this about? What what does it mean to you? Um, because I know what it means to me, but I want to hear like what what does it mean? Where where did this song come from? Uh, the the thing with this song is that it's special to me because it's written during an experience. If you know what I mean, it's not after something I've been in, been, been, been what's it called, uh, been through, mm-hmm. but it's uh, in the middle of something. Because oh. I'm uh, actually driving my car. I'm also mm-hmm. a roofer. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and that's a good thing because. The, it's very hard for musicians. It's, yes, mm-hmm. especially right now with like, because a lot of your money comes from touring and stuff as a musician and all yeah. that. Yeah, and it's nothing, you know, everything mm-hmm. is canceled. But um, a good thing is that I'm also a roofer, so I have to have my other job. But I was, I was driving my car, and uh, I was in like, kind of like financial problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of bills was stacking up, and emotional as well, and. So I stopped the car at the side of the road. I went out of the car and I, I hit the hood of the car. I'm like, I wish I did things in a different way when I was younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was uh, thinking about a lot of things that I, you know, in the pandemic, I think that's uh, relatable for everybody. You start thinking mm-hmm. a lot because you have so yeah. much time. Yeah. And you go back in your mind and like what I did is was, I, I wish I could turn back time and do that over again or s- wish I didn't say that or a lot of things that I, I would have changed if I could. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about this in my car, and at the same time, I actually didn't know what the pointers on the watch was called in American. Mm-hmm. I didn't ah. know they were called hands of time. Uh, the, the hands, I didn't know that that was something they called the pointers, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. I wasn't even aware either, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Learned something new every day. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I was thinking hands, oh my god, why are, why are they calling it hands? And then all the lyrics I heard, you know, hands of time, it suddenly makes sense because mm-hmm. it's the pointers on the watch. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, what if what if time was a man I could talk to? Then I could talk to him about his hands, turn those hands back, man, you know, help me, yeah. I want to mm-hmm. go back, change things. So that's uh, how the song came about. And um, it, uh, you know, the lyrics in the first verse is actually true life it, it, it actually happened i went out of the car stopped the car at the road went out of the car hit the hood and was like screaming help me something do something you know mm-hmm. it was uh, in, uh, in the middle of uh, hard times you know mm-hmm. so that's uh, cool because i also recorded this song in this uh, in the middle of this so uh, like people say they can feel the song as much as they can hear the song Yes. Yeah. I also managed to record the the, the feeling uh, that I had when I was in this situation. Mm-hmm. So it, I, I went really deep right now. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's great. That's that's what I was here for. That's what I wanted from this. <laughs> yeah. Like, get, give me the juicy stuff. There you go. That's it. Um. But yeah. No, it's definitely. It would be cool, uh, it would be cool to hear what you think about a song uh, or you guys. What, what do you? 
it it definitely um for me it's definitely it had that that sound um i have a whole playlist i don't know what i call it now um i oftentimes call it just call it country soul um and it's just a bunch of a bunch of songs that i have that are just like these are the ones that um like it takes me back a lot it's a lot a lot of it's kind of a nostalgic thing a lot of it is um you know the whole thing about wishes like i wish regrets and wishes um yeah. and like looking forward um thinking ahead just yeah. basically basically just songs to make me feel um uh so like there's like one that reminds me about my grandpa who passed away a few years ago there's ones that like make me like regrets about with uh women and stuff like that um stuff like that but that's that's it, it was definitely the exact kind of song um i like i can't tell you how many times i've listened to the song since i uh opened up the email uh it's too many to count honestly <laughs> um but what about you ray Make this um, happy. it's crazy to hear you say this so thank you so much mm-hmm. Around the start of March is when we got hit with COVID, and it reminded me of a lot of the time that, like, I I had I had just got um I just got like laid off from my job, and I had a whole lot of time to just sit and think, and it reminded me of like all of the like all the time I had to just sit and think and regret some of the stuff that I I uh, I didn't do or that I did do that I should have done differently, and. Um, it, it kind of gave me more of like a nostalgic feel mm. for things that should have been and could have been and whatnot. Mm. <laughs> yes, and it's like uh, there are a few songs you know that I that I like that it you, you can just uh, they can just be in the background and it mm-hmm. like takes you places. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can hear the lyrics, you just get that mm-hmm. feeling to it. And I think yeah. maybe this is one of those songs. It, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. Can I'm, confirm. Can confirm. Um, this is definitely one of those songs. I'm thinking that it's going to be one of my. I'm a. I'm a FedEx driver now, and I. I think this is going to be one of the. One of the things that I have on my radio while I'm uh, driving around delivering packages from now on. Yeah, this is definitely. I just like to drive to drive, and this is definitely one of those ones where it's like, all right. I'm gonna sing along with this while driving down some old back roads, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. I because just for the heck of it. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy you like it, and um, a lot of people. I, I played it a few times uh, live, mm-hmm. and uh, it seems like people can, are, can relate to it because a lot of people are starting to the chairs coming out, and they know they are like they are dead quiet when the song is finished. They're like just sitting there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, uh, I, I like that. Yeah. It gives you feeling, but it's, it's it's good to know that the song is relatable. Mm-hmm. It's one of those songs that you just have to sit and digest after you hear it for the first time. It's yeah. there's a, it's it's heavy. There's a lot to it. Yeah. Yes. It, it's it's but but it's beautiful. It's mm. a beautiful song. Um, and you meant you. you mentioned going off of you mentioned you've played it live a few times, and I'm I was also wondering like what do you have like uh, I know right now with everything kind of being shut down, but are you looking ahead to you have any sort of even beginnings of plans for any sort of touring or anything upcoming this year or next year? Yeah, I hope to. I hope I will get to Nashville as soon mm-hmm. as possible, because there are. I do have a lot of jobs in Nashville, mm-hmm. but in Norway, it's like uh, people uh, are scared to to do anything yet because yes, they think it's going to go to another lockdown. Oh. Because in, in the beginning, you know, everybody like. It was starting to get better, and people were starting uh, put these like festivals and everything again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, just before the festival was about to go on, it was uh, canceled, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. lost a lot of money. So it's yeah. like everything is uh, is waiting for things to get better. And I think I don't think anything will be better before maybe November, December, maybe next year in Norway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I hope it will be um, the borders will open and. Uh, Biden says, "Welcome to the Europeans again." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then I also saw in the press release that this is the third single um, after "There I Was" and "Room 208" that's going to be on your upcoming album. Um, yeah. How like how's that going? When when should we expect an album? Uh, hopefully in November. November. Ooh, that's soon. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. 
so um, I have another song coming out in about uh, I think it's about one month. Nice. I'm planning to yeah, I'm planning to release a song every month until November. Mm. Ah, and yeah. The song is called Six Pack. Six Pack. Ooh. Yeah, it's a love song for Six Pack. Okay. <laughs> is it is it like uh, is it more like uh, There I Was, or it's kind of like that up tempo, like Cole yeah. Swindell kind of sound? Yes, okay. Like All right. Like I was gonna say it sound it the the title kind of was a giveaway. I was like, this is yeah. gonna be this is gonna be one of those like love song things you hear Old Dominion play or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The lyrics are, uh, are twisted because he like uh, the lyrics goes that he's at work. He's a blue collar man, you know, mm. working a lot, and he's tired. And uh, so he, uh, the song is written like he's talking about the girl. Hmm. Because he's going to pick her up on her way home, and then people are thinking like, "What are you saying?" Because in the lyrics goes like, "I put her on the counter and paid a few bucks." The end of the chorus is, is all started with this six pack. So it's actually a six pack he's thinking about, not a girl. That's oh, that is amazing. That's I, a good twist. I really love that. That's a good twist. That's, that's like Brad Paisley level twist, and I'm all for that. That's. That's one of my favorite types of country songs. Yeah, I agree. I love the twisting things in it. As, as you say, especially Brad Placey Dawson. Mm, yes. But the I'm I'm very excited. So November, do you have like a name for the album? Can we do we get any picked out? Don't, or no? You don't have to. If you yeah, you don't. If you don't want to, you don't have to tell us. He, he likes to egg I, people on. <laughs> you don't have to tell him anything. But I actually got a question. Uh, yes. He asked me what I would call my first like national um, big tour if I was going with, for example, Lou Combs or something like that. Mm. And I think I will call it There I Was because it's like I was in Nashville, there I was, and now I'm on a tour, there I was. So I think mm. the first tour, like big tour, will be called There I Was and probably the album as well. Oh, that's a that's a really good name. I yeah. really love that. There that's I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes. But um. Yeah, any um speaking you've you've mentioned a few artists and things. What are what are some of the what what's some of the music you love to listen to that like maybe inspires you or you just, you know, like uh in country music? I, I like so much. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> yeah, and I know everybody's uh, this is this ongoing uh, discussion on what is country music and what's not country music. But mm-hmm. I feel like everything is country music. So. I I'm with you. He's not quite there, but I'm with you. <laughs> I'm getting there because <laughs> listen, there's just some stuff that I, there's some stuff that I'm a little about, but I can I can appreciate a lot of it. Yeah, me too. As, you know, as, as to, even though it's I can feel sometimes like this ain't country music, but at the same time I like the music, even though mm-hmm. I maybe call would call it something else. <laughs> maybe yeah, yeah. That's what that's what subgenres are for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, but I really do like uh, Luke Combs. Is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Uh, Morgan Wallen. Ooh, yeah, uh, and you have um, and also like Sam Hunt and Kane Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Everything. So yeah, everything. Yep. Yeah, everything. All everything is uh, is cool, and also I listen to pop music and uh, classic a little bit. So uh, mm. at least everything. But oh yeah. Uh, and also I have to mention like Travis Street. He came out mm-hmm. now. Uh, he he's always been my favorite, mm. and. Uh, my all-time favorite, I guess, have to be Keith Whitley. Oh yes, Keith Whitley. We we actually on the first. Do you remember that on the first episode we talked about Keith Whitley? I think so. Yeah, because yeah, I was. Yeah. It happened. We recorded it. It was an anniversary of something. I don't remember what it was. I don't know if it was a good anniversary, but it was an anniversary of something um, yeah. with Keith Whitley. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't notice that. Um, but yeah, no, that's definitely one. Um, I remember my dad playing some of his music, mm-hmm. and I've I've really loved his music for a long time. Um, yes, me too. So I, I I totally get that. Yeah, and uh, you know in Norway nobody knew who Keith Whitley was. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, that's yeah. only, only heard about Johnny Cash. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean everybody's heard of Johnny Cash, so yeah. But I mean it's not a bad Johnny thing. Oh, it's good. Oh yeah. Uh, so it, in Norway it's like they don't know who Sam Hunt is. They don't know who uh, like. Uh, Dustin Lynch, they never heard about him. So, but right, about two years ago, we got this new radio show, country mm-hmm. radio, and they're playing those songs. So it's we are getting there. You're getting yeah. that. You're starting to get that exposure. That's really cool. Yeah. So I told you, we're a little bit slower than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So country music isn't that big in Norway? Uh, it's big, but uh, it's kind of like pop music and then it's mm-hmm. country music. There, oh. There's nothing uh, that's the biggest. But uh, at the same time, Norway is really small. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like uh, we are, Norway loves Alan Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, no yeah. problem there. We love Alan Jackson, too. <laughs> yeah, great. And they also love you know, Merle Haggard, but also mm-hmm. on the radio, they play Florida Georgia Line. But mm-hmm. they just don't know that that's country. They think that's pop music. And, as, mm-hmm. uh, and also Luke. Yeah. And when they heard something like that, oh, they think it's country, uh, pop music. And so did I before I went to Nashville and the U.S. myself. Mm-hmm. It's but such I a, thought, yeah. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, there's, a big, there's a big line between the combs and... Well, it's just a big melting pot of genres. And over. I feel over time that genres have kind of really um, blended together and combined, mixed and mashed and you know, pull different things from each other. And that's kind of what's kind of, like you said, blurring the lines between the different genres. So that, yeah. that makes sense why a lot of the stuff coming out now is it's a lot more, like, homogenized than it used to be. Um, I, I mean, there's some good, there's some bad with that happening. But. Yeah, a lot of yeah, good, bad, a lot of experimentation and whatnot, no problem there. Yeah. Yeah, and then sometimes the experimentation is like, it's good for two months and then it's gone again. It's mm-hmm. like, it was, yeah, it was there, but then we finished. It feels like for me that the old classical country music is on its way back. Oh yeah, yeah. It's always, I, yeah, definitely, definitely comes and goes. Yeah. Yeah. And I really love, you know, it's. I think it's something uh, special when you listen to a traditional country mm-hmm. album than a pop music album. It's like it feels like it's deeper. Mm-hmm. A pop country album. That's because even though you listen to, you can listen to a whole album and still one or two songs is like traditional country, and that's the songs I listen to. Mm, yeah, <laughs> drive in the car or whatever, you know. Yeah, I I definitely get that. I literally like I literally have all my CDs right there. Like I still buy CDs for all my favorite, and I have a ton, 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 ton of country music CDs. He's not lying. He has like a. Literally, like literally I have a stack, a whole stack, a high. half stack, and then everything else that doesn't fits just on the floor, and that almost reaches the other thing, and a couple records on top. But I don't have a ton of records currently. That's something I need to look into. Our, but a lot of more my speed. Yeah, they're more your speed, and that, and he's got we we've, we've we've definitely sat around and listened through several older records over at his place and stuff like that. So I I definitely get that, and then like my dad has a bunch of Alabama albums, and just. I get the the album experience, especially. Um, I think that comes down to the way that music is consumed by the general public. Because you know, back in the eighties and things, you you there's radio, but there's no there's no Spotify, there's no YouTube and things. So singles aren't as if you're gonna listen to a song, you're putting on the record and you're going through the whole album. You're not you can't just find the one track you want. And that, that, I think, is really why there's the big difference in how albums are then versus now. Absolutely. It's a big difference. I was talking to my kids the other day. How uh, is, I, I don't feel it's long since I had to go into my car, drive to the video store, mm-hmm. and sit there for two hours to find two videos, take them, and I had to watch yeah. them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I had two of them, you know? Ah, uh, the and blockbuster days. You know, I remember when they got the travel street right, because I have to specially order them from the United States to get the travel street to Norway because he, they didn't send his music here. That's crazy. So, yeah. So when I got the package, you know, with the DVDs and everything, hmm. he was listening to every single song and then you find the songs you like and then you listen again and again. <laughs> mm-hmm. and right now they can go to Spotify, just type a name and you get millions of them. You know, so if yeah. the song has to be really, really, really good if you want to keep listening to it because you have so many. Yeah. I mean, that's... I do. I actually have a friend that argues with me about it because um, he's like, I I find new music every day because da 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 da. But then there's me. I was like, I have these third five hundred albums, and I just have all of those in my. I just use my music app and listen to the same stuff over and over and over. And if, if, I do look for new music from time to time, but I usually look. I'll hop on Spotify on occasion, or I'll go on to more often. I'll go on YouTube and just look yeah. through my feed, or just kind of search new da, 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 new country music, new rock music, whatever. Um, and so that's I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, times changes, and you have to kind of adapt to it. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, it's. I always thought that like if you have the perfect song, that would be it. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you have to also uh, find the right people. Put mm-hmm. the song out there, 
and uh, so it's a lot of politics i think yes it, it is and networking and all that so that's i i actually i was uh um i was going to school for that kind of stuff up until recently um didn't really finish it uh wasn't what i wanted to do i found i liked doing the podcasting more and they were really focused on the music industry and that's i learned it's definitely a lot of politics and networking involved in like the music industry um which is you can Im- imagine yeah. sitting in Norway trying to networking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's possible. It's just a lot more difficult. <laughs> yes, but the thing is, uh, you know, if you going look at the pandemic in a positive way, it helped me a little bit because everything was shut down. Also mm-hmm. in Nashville, mm-hmm. when people was writing songs, they all they had to go on, you know, this uh, Skype and uh, all of this internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I were in Nashville or I was in Norway, it, it didn't have anything to say because I couldn't be in Norway. And write the yeah, yeah. Yep. But right now it's really frustrating because now people want to meet again. Yep. And I'm still here in Norway <laughs> watching the screen, you know? So uh, it will be good to uh, to get this pandemic out of the way so we can work again. Like, yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to that day as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Yeah. But um, is there. Any questions you have? Anything? Anything else you wanted to mention here on, today on the interview? Uh, I want to say thank you so much for having me. Oh, oh it was, no, no, it's our yeah, pleasure. No, thank, thank you, like for real. Like we, I've been so stoked about this and waiting mm, all, all week, all week. <laughs> I legit before I went to bed, uh, I was up super late, um, and I before I went to bed this morning, I was like, all right just like post about it and then share it on all my socials for all like our D and D podcast. I was like, Hey, we're interviewing somebody on our other podcast that half of you probably don't care about, <laughs> but I'm sharing anyway. Cause I'm so excited. And everybody, everybody, I shared it on my Facebook and everyone there was like, what? And, and my mom is my mom. I told them a while ago and she's like, you had to send me the link and tell me how to sign up so I can listen. <laughs> I was like, you don't have to sign up for anything, mom. You can just like, you can YouTube it, and you'll be able to find. I'm gonna send them the YouTube link because I'm gonna put the video part up on YouTube. But um, I'm gonna make an audio version for the regular podcast for where it normally goes. <laughs> yeah, I told my wife, and she's like, "What? No, <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> we, yeah, we've been we've been incredibly excited, and I'm okay. the, the my my next hurdle after this is gonna be how do I get your song onto the stations around here? And because um, I don't. I don't really know a lot. I'm not great at networking. That's that's another reason I might have uh, left that program I was in at school because um, I was like networking. Eh. I mean, it, it it's fine and I can do it. It's just uh, I don't know. There was a lot of issues, but I'm I'm just trying to figure out now how am I gonna do? I need to like sh- I might need to call them. I'll probably bug their social medias. Like, hey, play this song. Play this song. You won't regret it. No, also, and the thing, the only thing that haven't changed since like old days is the radio. You have to get the song. To- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, that and streaming, because that's they definitely now they have the streaming charts and stuff there. So that's yeah. that's the big thing with that too. But yes, radio is still king, for yeah. certain. Well, we'll we'll make sure that when it comes when Friday starts rolling around that we start harassing people around here to I'll get have- you <laughs> on the air. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to harass them early though because I'm not gonna I'm gonna be. Uh, out of out of town on Friday, up with like no connection. I won't. We have no cell reception where I'm going. We're going on a vacation, um, oh. so I'm gonna have to be like the next couple of days, like, hey, Friday, 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 play this, play this. <laughs> yeah. You can buy this big megaphone, you know, you can scream with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the I'm way there, out there on my fed, my FedEx truck, I just yell at him. <laughs> Driving up there, I'm just gonna stop off at all the stations. Hey, and give him, give him the CD. Just burn the CD, give it to him. Play this, because they definitely still yeah. use CDs to play them. I'm sure. I actually have no idea. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> what I have to say is like. Uh, for me, it's um, really motivating and inspirational that uh, you guys telling me that you like my songs because the, it's I, I feel like it's a little bit different for me that's from Norway. Mm-hmm. If you hear that from Americans, no. from people that, like you that love country music because I love country music and mm. to hear that people like you like it, it's uh, amazing. And it gives me the motivation to keep going because one thing I'm in Norway, Another thing is I can't play any gigs. I don't get the feedback that I'm used mm. to from the audience. Yeah, I'm just sitting here writing songs, and it's like 
nothing happens. It it feels like forever. And then you guys telling me this is like, I I love it. It's crazy. We should be talking every day, actually. <laughs> it's great to listen to. Thank you so much. It means the world for me. Yeah, no, no problem. Again, thank you. We we really enjoyed having you on the show. It's yeah, you're you're always welcome on here. Absolutely, Daniel, you're like, always welcome. Thank you so yeah, much. thank you, thank you. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you every time I release release a song, I'm gonna write to you. <laughs> hey, sure. We yeah, we don't care. <laughs> we ain't got nothing better to do. <laughs> This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Podcast contains cussing and adult humor. Listener discretion advised. There's one one point where he mentioned the hands. I thought in this the, the motion. I thought he was talking about windshield wipers. No. And I real and I said, oh, I didn't know that. Either. Like I definitely know. <laughs> I definitely. Yeah. I I just that was like the one the one time that I think like there was I didn't quite understand him correctly. Everything else is like great. Like so I I, I think he doesn't give himself enough credit with how. No, it I don't. I think that he's. He's very down to earth, and he yeah, I know yeah. he's he's great. That was that was a blast. Mm. And then, you can definitely tell that he has a huge passion for country music, even if, even in a place where it's so hard to obtain. For sure, thank I I I wish the best for him. Like I I really want to help him help this single to be successful, and like help his album later this year to be successful. Oh, I'm yeah, very I'm very excited. Like it's it's very good, and it is. Like it's definitely unique, but at the same time, it also was familiar. Like it, I mean, the sound was a very, like I like I said during the interview, it was a very familiar kind of nostalgic feeling. I am very excited about the release of Time. It's like like <laughs> we can't I can't like say that like how good of a song it is. It's it's very much one of those. It's one of those songs, absolutely, and. If you guys haven't yet, check out his other songs on Spotify. Some really good ones. There's a couple of them that we mentioned earlier in the interview. There I was in Room 208 that are on um, his upcoming album. Yeah, Room 208 has that nice sort of country rock sound. It's really good. Yeah, and then There I Was is a very... It sounds like... You, you know, like something you think of when you think of today's country radio, um, completely. The it's a very upbeat song, um, but they has other tracks which aren't on there. I mentioned there was uh, the song he did a cover of "Labor of Love" uh, this past Christmas time, which is a beautiful cover of that country song or that Christmas song. And then there was one called I remember there was one called "Fences," which is a really, yeah. really cool talking about the grass on the other side of the fence, how it got to be so green or something. It was just a really neat kind of story song. And that's kind of one of my favorite types of songs. And then let's see, he had another song called name came up three sheets to the wind. Yeah. If you guys want to check out, he's got several songs on his Spotify and on his YouTube that are, that you definitely check out if, He's got he's a great sound. It's both unique. It's kind of timeless as well, I'd say. So he's definitely got this unique sound, which I really love. But it also is reminiscent to me of a couple of other artists. Uh, one of them is uh, he's done some uh, recorded a couple of country albums, but he's probably more known for being the lead singer of the Christian band Third Day, uh, Mac Powell. 
Um, and it also reminds me of uh, the country artist Cody Johnson. So just a, it's a bit, it's a similar vocal quality, a little bit of like a weathered raspy sound, but at the same time, and I mean this as a hundred percent mean this as a compliment, and it's part of what makes it kind of unique. Is it's like I watched the video on how they made on on the making the song and the music video back for the CMAs. Uh, in 2016 for their anniversary of uh, the song is called um, Forever Country. And it was like a mashup of Take Me Home Country Roads and I Will Always Love You and On the Road Again. And it was performed by most of the living artists that had won uh, whatever award it was from the CMAs um, performing this song. Uh, One of the performers was Keith Urban, who, as you know, is from Australia, and they had them, I guess they, and I would love, love, love to actually like get a hold of, I've wanted, I've wanted to mention this before, but I'd love to get a hold of all of the recordings from each of the artists. Uh, Cause I guess they had them record the whole song separately. Like each one of them recorded the song. Although I don't know if it was that song or just the part that they sang, like some of them only sang like, on the road again and some of them only saying the I will always love you part and some of them all only saying like the take me on country roads but I, they definitely had them record at least sections of the song and then picked what line they sang in that song and for Keith Urban I remember this part stuck out to me from the video that I watched on the behind the scenes that the the producer said he's like yeah it was the way he says Shenandoah because it's different than everybody else. And it was really cool and really stuck out to me. That's why in the song, Keith Urban sings the words Shenandoah River is the part that he sings in the song. And it's 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 like that for Daniel. He's got the it's it's his Norwegian accent adds unique characteristics to some of the words that he says and stuff. And it's it's different than, you know, what you usually hear and it's so interesting and I love it. And that's one of the like qualities I really love that is really unique about his sound. But at the same time, he's also got that familiar sound instrumentally on the track and then in the vocals. And it's, it's just, it's a very, it's definitely like a tearjerker. And like he mentioned, it's very much a, this is a song about regret and about reminiscing and you know just life and i i uh, love it so much but i just want to say um some thank yous again obviously thank you again to daniel for coming on the show um and talking with us it was a fantastic time we had a blast yeah and we're we're looking forward to seeing how your career progresses yeah we like I, I, I'm serious when I say I'm probably gonna try and figure out how to bug the radio stations around here. So I'm definitely gonna be. I don't know if how I'm gonna get a hold of them, short of just bugging their social medias. But I, like, not to the point of, you know, being annoying, <laughs> super annoying. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, there's a limit, guys. But I, I definitely, and I mean, it's, <laughs> I suggest like. Definitely like getting a hold of your radio stations and seeing about getting this song on there. I know that I'm pretty sure the way that it happens is more so through like the, they have to get it from like the record label or what have you. But I definitely am going to try and like get a hold of them and be like, hey, this song is very good and I think will do really well on the radio and um, with listenership. I'm just, I'm really excited. I really love this song. So just a reminder, if you do want to pre-save the song to your favorite streaming service, uh, you can follow the link in the description below, and you can pre-save the song there on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, and Tidal. Um, So you can check it out when it comes out. And again, the song is going to be available on this Friday. So check it out for sure. It's Time by Daniel Borge. Very good song. uh, Very powerful, emotional song. I mean, I feel like we've been saying the same things over and over, but like, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you how much I've listened to this song and am excited for this release. I'd also like to give, um, some other shout outs, some thank yous. 
First, I'd like to thank my buddy Damien for helping me get all the stuff, the technical stuff figured out here for us to be able to record the interview. Um, I was having some issues getting it all figured out and working, but in the end, we obviously got it. Um, so just thanks for uh, being available to help me out with that. Uh, I probably bugged him a few times in just the past few days alone about it. And then huge thank you to Rachel Hobbs at Aristo Media for reaching out to us, uh, sending us an email about interviewing Daniel. Just thank you so much for the opportunity. That was really cool. Legit, I just happened to, I was opening my emails and I saw the email there and read through it. I was like, oh, that sounds nice. And then I played the song. I was like, okay, we got to talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah, he sent it to me right after that. He's like, we're going to interview this guy. And I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> I, you know. I definitely asked him because I'm not going to, it's not a decision on my own, but it was definitely like, I want to interview this guy because I really, really loved this song. But yeah, that is going to be it for us again. Check out the song. If it's out already by the time you're listening to this, just go check it out. You, I'm sure it's on any streaming service or whatever. You, I'm sure you could buy it on Amazon or listen to it on YouTube or what have you. But don't forget to also follow Daniel on his social medias. There's going to be links to his social medias there over on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as his website. If you guys want to stick around after... This podcast will have a little, like a little nugget of the song for you to just <laughs> sink your teeth into. That is going to be it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And Ray, I do believe it's about time that we ride off into the sunset. Yeah.